Well, it wasn't too long ago we had a conversation with the chairman of the Illinois GOP, and he joins us again in studio. Don Tracy, thanks for taking time with us this morning. How you been? Glad to be here, uh, Greg. Absolutely. So let's uh, get right into it with the uh, limited time we have for Morning Drive Radio. Uh, you just got back from California. Talk about that a bit. Well, it was a uh, long trip. Uh, it's kind of hard to get there from Springfield, uh, Illinois. And on the way back, my flight into Springfield was canceled. So oh, no. I spent an extra night, you know, overnight. Uh, and that was in, in Chicago. And then I couldn't get home uh, on the planes. They were all booked the next day. So I had to take the train home. But it was really, uh, a really good meeting. The RNC meetings are really helpful because it's, it's a lot. You get a chance to uh, uh, work with state chairmen from all over the country and the RNC reps. And, and they provide a lot of really good information. This meeting in particular was critically important because of the election of the RNC chair. And you uh, were there to cast your vote uh, and others from Illinois as well, I take it, were there. Um, So talk about who those individuals were and uh, how did the uh, votes come out for from Illinois? Well, each state has three voting members, uh, the state chairman and two reps. Uh, And and mind me, don't mind me. Go ahead and keep talking. I'm just going to move this microphone just a little bit. the um, The other two... Uh, reps are Richard Porter and Demetra uh, DeMonte. Uh, and so there's 168 voters altogether, three from each state, 150, and then uh, a number of people from the territories. Uh, and the vote was, uh, I believe, 111 in favor of Rana, 55 in favor of uh, Harmeet Dillon, and four votes from Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell was in the running. He was, and he was at the meeting, and I saw and talked to him several times. Uh, uh, so he was actively uh, campaigning. Interesting. Uh, so Harmy Dillon uh, not getting that uh, that uh, that spot for the uh, national GOP chair, uh, going to Rana McDaniel for a fourth term. What was it about uh, uh, Rana that uh, you thought she should have another term? Well, I, I've had the opportunity over the past two years to go to a number of uh, RNC meetings, and I, I met Rana. She came and actually did it to Springfield uh, uh, about a year and a half ago to do a fundraiser for the Illinois Republican Party. Uh, she has uh, uh, been, uh, I think, a really strong infrastructure leader. What um, you know, a lot of people don't realize about the RNC is that it does not select candidates, it, and it does not run campaigns. It builds party infrastructure, you know, like data. It runs the convention. It provides a lot of help for state party, including a lot of training opportunities for executive directors and state chairmen. And that's what these meetings are about to a large extent. They're also uh, doing a lot in election integrity, which is something they weren't able to do for almost 40 years due to a consent decree entered by a New Jersey judge over one incident in New Jersey. 45 years ago, and then that judge uh, continued that consent country every 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 10 years, wow. and that just came off. Um, and, and Rana worked to get it off, and for the 2020 election, so uh, they haven't been able to do election integrity, and now they are, and they're now they're involved in I think 100 lawsuits, wow. and most of which are about all about election integrity. So it's really an important infrastructure support for uh, candidates in their campaigns and and she's good at it she was uh, you know she started out at you know the you know precinct level she became michigan uh, state chair she was the reason why uh, and probably more than anybody else why trump won michigan in 2016 which was critical to his winning the presidency i know she was begging people to 
to come in, the Trump people to come into Michigan. She finally convinced them to last minute, and I think Trump won Michigan by 11,000 votes. So she's, uh, she's I, I just, I, really, really good horse. And this is no time to uh, switch horses midstream, I think, on the verge of a presidential election when the RNC is really, really important. I want to say Harmony Dillon, though, was a good candidate, and competition is good. I think this race probably made Rana an even stronger leader. Uh, Harmy uh, has been in the RNC herself six years, same as uh, Rana. Uh, she is a, a lawyer, a really great election lawyer. Uh, she's a paid lawyer for the RNC and has several important cases, including one against big tech, against uh, Google for blocking, allegedly, uh, our uh, Republican fundraising uh, emails. So um, it, was, it, was a, it was a really interesting experience. Uh, I think it helped the party to have this race, but now I hope we can unify. Um, the, uh, the other thing about Ron is she ran a very uh, a non-negative campaign. Whereas um, Harmy's campaign was pretty negative uh, and, you know, I think uh, kind of violated the 11th commandment at times. And uh, Which is, for people who uh, don't know. You know, thou shalt not speak ill against thy fellow Republican. And Ronna chose not to go negative, thinking that if she did win, it was, you know, there's going to be a challenge unifying the party and she'd be in a better position to unify the party if she didn't go negative and she didn't. We're talking with Don Tracy. He is the chairman of the Illinois Republican Party, uh, fresh off his trip over to Southern California, where he took part in the RNC's election of the next RNC chairman, uh, which is Ronna McDaniel. She is continuing in a fourth term, but she even told uh, uh, Fox News over the weekend that uh, this will be her final term. And then she She'll hand over the gavel uh, to whoever's next. Surely, uh, Don will have conversations about who that should be in the future. But I do want to get your response. Uh, last time we had you on, you talked about some committees you were uh, looking to, to formulate, um, and, and you uh, criticized the top of the ticket uh, in the 2022 election. Uh, I talked with uh, State Senator Darren Bailey afterwards, uh, and he uh, he reacted saying that you need to step down immediately. Uh, what's your reaction to that? Well, I, I didn't perceive my own comments or intent to uh, criticize the top of the ticket. I was commenting on the impact of the top of the ticket on the other races. It was not a good election for Illinois, uh, and a lot, a lot of that was um, due, maybe most of it, maybe yeah, the great majority of it due to the you know, top of the ticket did not perform well. If top of the ticket, which would have been Senator Bailey, had lost by only two or three points, I think we would have won a Supreme Court justice race, uh, one or two congressional races, uh, and several uh, state house races, as well as the uh, DuPage County Board chair and uh, other county board uh, seats. Uh, but um, and I don't mean to be critical of. Um, I didn't intend to be critical of Senator Bailey uh, either because he's a, he was a genuine um, a, a candidate in it for the right reasons, had strong regional uh, support. He just wasn't electable statewide uh, because, you know, 70 percent of the voters in the general election are within the Chicago media market. And uh, Darren played well in rural Illinois. Uh, very well in rural Illinois, but not so well in Chicago or the suburbs or even some of the da- larger downstate uh, uh, cities. Uh, so, um, you know, uh, I, I wish uh, Senator Bailey well. I don't know what he's going to run for next if he is going to run. Um, but um, I'm not um, I'm, I'm certainly not. I'm not resigning. I was elected. I was uh, reelected for four years last August unanimously. So, uh, Don Tracy with us. We've got just about uh, two or three minutes here. Uh, let's just say two minutes. 
the Illinois State House, they're going to be back in session. Uh, the House is today. The Senate was back last week for a few days. They just gave themselves a raise. You've got super majorities of Democrats in both chambers. What relevance can the Republican Party have in the state of Illinois at the State House? Well, you know, I think everybody, even Democrats, should want a two-party uh, state. It's, you know, p- power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. We've seen that in my tenure, uh, two years as state chair. I think there have been seven or so Democrat legislators indicted, including the Speaker of the House, former Speaker of the House, Mike Madigan. Uh, so we, we need to have, it's in everybody's interest to have a stronger Republican Party. Uh, we're going to work, we're, we're working on that uh, every day. Uh, and and um, the um, the Democrats, so um, uh, legislators, they seem emboldened by their um, their fall election and the fact that, you know, Pritzker has all this money to spend on Democrat races uh, up and down the ballot. Uh, and so they vote themselves a raise as soon as they got elected. I don't recall any of them campaigning that they were going to on the issue of raising legislative pay. Uh, they're now talking again about the uh, progressive tax going after a, to pu- a push for the progressive tax again. I don't recall any of them campaigning uh, on that. Um, they, um, uh, you know, they're, they're just they're, they're, they're going over they're overplaying their hand, I think. And hopefully the voters will recognize that and return Illinois to a uh, two-party state next election. Don Tracy, I imagine this is not going to be the last conversation we have, so greatly appreciate you coming in. Uh, always good to see you, and we'll talk again soon. Okay. All right. Thanks, Greg. It is Springfield's Morning News on WMAY, and we've got to wrap this puppy